Bam, we're recording. New computer so fast, I just press the button and it starts recording. It's actually the wonders of modern science. I know, right? I, uh, oh. I, I think in my head, I built out like making a new computer into a bigger deal than it really was. But it did take some time because I had like 80% of the parts I needed. I hit a stopping point, order. Now I have 90%. Hit a stopping point, order more. And then I was done. Did, uh, unless you guys had something you wanted to jump into, I saw an interesting news story today. Mm. about uh this guy in scotland in the uk he like did a joke where he trained his his girlfriend's pug to lift its little paw up when he's i think he would go like sig heil or something and little little dog would stick its, its little pug hand up and of course that's hilarious because you're watching a little innocent animal do something that it doesn't understand that's reminiscent of something very evil. Mm-hmm. Quite literally, the joke only works if you accept the premise that Nazis are evil. If you don't get that Nazis are evil, you'd see that and go, well, yeah, that's a res- nice, respectable pug. Like, what's <laughs> the joke? It's like, no, it's that the joke is that you t- taught him to do something evil, you know, and then he got pro- criminally prosecuted and he's going to jail in the Democratic People's Republic of the United Kingdom. He's going to jail for that. Yep. To fucking jail. Well, he was recruiting Nazi pugs, okay? Like, just stick with me here. What if things get out of hand? All of a sudden, he's got a whole pack of dogs, right? Mm -hmm. They're all running around, SS cap, saluting, looking for the long-nosed dogs. stepping with no... Yeah. (laughs) Once again, Kyle, hilarious. Because because they have the power to do nothing. They're dogs. They're not just dogs. That's what they said about the Nazis. They're the most powerless dogs. Yeah, if anything... If there is the opposite of a master race of dogs, it would be pugs. I can't believe them. (laughs) (laughs) The pugs are the sad one, but, like, it's good to see that the the UK has their priorities straight. You know, they let a migrant off recently who raped a girl who said that he didn't know that rape was illegal. Who does? Uh, You know, apparently a lot of people from the Middle East uh, and wherever he came from didn't. You know, they got, you know, dozens of female genital mutilation cases going on that aren't prosecuted. But no, it's good that they got the pug guy for training his... It, that, that just blew my mind. Because you always think sure of, like, the UK. Stories are real. Because it sounds like this is all Breitbart news to me. Like, like did it's, they it's really not. let a these rapist off because he didn't know that rape was bad? Because, like, most places have it kind of built in that, like, ignorance is no excuse. He said he was, and no, it's not a Breitbart source. I don't, I don't even go there because it's a joke. Like it, it was a real, real source of a guy who's, you know, his picture there. Like, hmm? you know? <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> Who could have known? Because like, you know, like there's some fucked up shit going on over there, and they're doing Nazi pugs. It's like a good, good God, that is ridiculous. And yeah, and it was in the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the UK. Day? Uh, I can't find this story. Okay. UK migrant got off for rape. Not the right Google search term. <laughs> I don't know. There's some, apparently there's some German stories on this, but it was the UK. I don't know. Really no, this absolutely happened. Here, this happened in independent.co.uk. Man cleared of raping student after court. Here's, she wrote... Where the fuck is this? Oh, this is old. God damn it. Whatever. Regardless, the whole the, the, the raping thing wasn't the point. That was just a little ancillary also adding on. <laughs> uh, the thing is the pug. Like, how fucking ridiculous is that? Don't you always think of the UK as, like, kind of our 
I know they don't have free speech, but you always think of them having almost as good a free speech, right? And then you go to prison for this? It's insane. Well, apparently not. Apparently not. I mean, I just don't like the idea of training training dogs to be Nazis, right? I, I feel like you got to lay the hammer down when someone does this, or things can get out of hand. It's what very more of a parrot They thing. start with pugs. What if it's a tiger next? How do you? What are you going to do against a Nazi tiger, right? I mean, the guy who's trying to train the tiger to be a Nazi is going to be dead soon, like because he's trying to train a tiger, right? But, uh, parrots can talk back. Is there like a hi Hitler, and then they would say hi Hitler in return? Is that like a greeting and acknowledgement? I think they would do Sig Heil, right? And then the other one would say Heil Hitler. I don't know my German. I no. think it was. It doesn't matter. Shit, it, but I, 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 I know this from World War Two movies. And then my I've parents going to be so embarrassed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that just blew my mind that some dude is going to jail in the UK because he trained a pug to, to do something that's really tactless, you know? It's not a trick that I would teach an animal of mine, but, like, the whole crux of the joke is that Nazis are evil. Look at this little animal do something really evil that it doesn't even know. It doesn't know the history of evil that's behind this ideology. Well, that's uh -huh. why the dog got off. Yeah. Yeah, but the that, guy knew, they, so he's No, they guilty. executed the dog. Yeah. They did, did they? They yeah. and, and you know what the fucked up part is? They Wait. gassed it. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed Damn a little it, distasteful. It seemed <laughs> a little distasteful. Well, that's what they that's how they put animals down. What do you think? They got a, there's somebody back there with a hammer just clubbing the pugs? They gassed no, them. Lethal injection. So you need a, you know, like no, not in the UK. They've that, got all that I I no. mean we're just thankful they didn't use the pizza ovens. Mm. They just well, they put didn't on kill them with the ovens. Yeah. No, no, they, they use the ovens not to kill, to dispose of remains is what the ovens were. You know, that's actually much more gentler, gentle than... Like, well, you know, I, I don't think imagine. they ever explained to me. I just assumed the ovens did the killing, too. <laughs> that they shrieked in horror. <laughs> you know, Nazis were not painted out as good guys where we I went to school. Were... I didn't go to the South where we're, like, pro-slavery and stuff. We, we thought all of these things were bad, and uh, it just seemed in character. Yeah, you are in the elite minority who goes, Nazis, not for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's... Uh, no, the, most of the, the Jews and people in concentration camps, they were killed in gas chambers where they'd put them in there and then they gas them all and then they would take bodies, and they throw them like in mass into... a delightful into... pink color so as not to damage the German morale. Are you being serious? Uh, yeah. I saw it on a video somewhere. I trust it. Actually, so, so if I understand it right, they were killing them with, with ammo. And uh, one, ammo was short. And two, it was destroying German morale. So when they switched to the ovens, they're like, well, you don't really have to see it. You're kind of like removed from the act. And they come out a delightful pink color. Well, they tried a lot of gases. At first, they tried carbon monoxide, right? You just hook the back of a big diesel truck up to a pipe, uh, run it in there. But then they just... Well, the stories are pretty dark, you know. They they get a little loopy. They start laughing hysterically, and then they start clawing all, all over each other. And then by the end, like after an hour or two of gassing them with the stuff, they end up having to come in and shoot them anyway. And then they uh, strict uh, change to the um, the well, Zyklon you're wasting B. Wasting gasoline and ammo. Mm -hmm. Good point. So then they switch to the Zyklon B, which of course is uh, a kind of Zy Zyklon A was a, a rat poison, but it smelled really strongly because mm. you know. You want to be able to identify poison. Same reason, like uh, I think the propane stinks, or maybe natural gas. I'm pretty sure they add like a a smelly. Yeah, uh, they, do, they do that to a ton of gases. Additive to them, uh, but but yeah, they they switch to Zyklon B, which has no odor. I think and, they do uh, something to normal 
for gasoline like you put in your car so that people don't huff it. I not in Australia. Media. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they had a big problem with that. Yeah, it's, it's fun play with my, my, the Australian guys, the New Zealander guys. Hmm. Like, like around the globe, racism has been stomped out. Like occasionally you'll hear like a, a like if there's, if there's a punchline to be inserted about like a black guy or a, an Asian guy, it'll get slipped in, of course, but it's just for fun. But when the aboriginals in Australia come up, there is a deep-seated hatred for those, air quotes, people. <laughs> oh, All right? Like, 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 I'm telling you, like, like, Australians hate the abos, as they call them. They're like, they're, yeah, like, coming around, sniffing, getting the, getting the gasoline, getting the petrol out of my car, huffing it, getting all crazy in the streets. It's like, really? Does that happen often? Oh, yeah, every day, mate, every day. <laughs> we got to put where. They're going to put locking gas caps on their cars. He's like, then they no. come and cut the fuel lines. But what? They cut the fuel lines? Yeah. And they only get like a cup of it out. And you'll see them walking down the street with like a rag stuffed in it, huffing it. You'd think How much? a cup of gas would be like three days worth of huffing. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Not with see, those this noses. This is something that I don't know. Like, I don't know the amount of liquid volume huffing takes away. I, I assume eventually if you're really huffing a cup of gasoline, it'll be like, oh, this, this has gone bad. And you throw it out. Like, <laughs> There's no more huffs left in here. Do Aborigines <laughs> have the same accent as the Australians no. that I know? No, I don't. I, they it's, definitely don't. But I don't know what they sound like. They I've do never heard. Taylor one. imitates them. <laughs> well, I'm saying that, that's the one like the Australian Steve, accent fits all. That's that's the Steve Irwin of guys going. Oh, we got a cup of gas right here. All the huffs out of it. Listen, you, smell yourself. Yeah. No huffs left in there. It's Nabo close. This cup is out of huff. There's an abo nearby. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, seriously, quiet, though, like, quiet. The hearing's impeccable. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear a didgeridoo in the distance. Is that a very, like, uh, Australia selective thing? Aborigines or Aboriginals, whatever? Well, or is so that. Like, on, are they in New Zealand, too? Or, like, because so, yeah, I never hear about them anywhere but So Australia. I believe that Aboriginal peoples kind of refers broadly to an indigenous group of people that were there. So, like, some, some people refer to the Indians uh, here as North American Aboriginals, right? But the ones, the difference is that the ones there are still out there, like, living in the goddamn Australian outback and being a nuisance. You know, it, it, but but yeah, in New Zealand, they had the, uh, I believe the Maori, you know, those people who do like the hookah, whatever it is called, that, that ah, like the war dance. Oh, they're just really good, at, uh, good to... at rugby, though. Like, I don't think nobody, anybody minds that. The haka, haka. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> huh. So, man, I don't understand. It seems like, Kyle, if you were addicted to huffing gasoline. Oh, yeah. It's great. And would, would you go to a gas station <laughs> and spend 40 cents on your daily cup of gasoline? Or would you go through a huge amount of criminal effort to snip gas lines and break into someone's car? Like, it seems like there's a path of least resistance here. It's pretty I, easy. I, I think it's like when you try to go, walk through the drive-thru of a Taco Bell. They're like, absolutely not. For the rest of the patron's safety, we only serve tacos to individuals in fucking cars. It's called drive-thru for a reason. So if you pull up to the gas, you walk up to the gas pump with your boomerang slung over your back and everything and start trying to fill up your Dixie cup, they're just get, they run you off, you know, they broom you. I don't think like gentlemen are that theory, concerned with breaking the law. If you had a locking gas cap and you didn't want them to cut your gas lines, you could just put 50 cents on the gas cap and have them go <laughs> off and buy it. 
<laughs> yeah, you just tape like a yeah. silver dollar or whatever the fuck they use there. This is for your yeah. gas. Get, <laughs> You're right. Don't steal. Get nice and hot. I, I wonder how much... I have no experience with huffing mm. anything. Yeah. Like, I think the most I know about it is the jokes they make in Sunny about yeah. when Charlie, like, sprays spray paint into a sock and, like, gets his nose all silver and whatnot. That's a real thing. I, I know it's a real thing, but, like, how much do you have to huff of something to get high? Do you just so, take a big whiff and you're like, I'm there? Or is it... <gasps> I, I think three or four good whiffs and you're there. If you've really got it like concentrated in like a sock or a rag or something, they'll do glue. Like airplane glue is a real big one that they use. And I don't know if you've ever like smelled like PVC glue or airplane glue. It smells delightful. Now, I've never huffed it, but whenever you're doing a project, you're like, oh, I could get into this. Right. <laughs> picture a, Not gonna, because that's brain cells. But yeah. uh, If you picture a standard size like birthday balloon that like your dad might have blown up, it takes about two thirds of that of nitrous oxide to give you a good high. That's not very much at all. Yeah, but that's whippets. So that's okay for you. You know, that, that that's, oh, that's, yeah, that's practically health gas. <laughs> I mean, the, the dentists give it out. So it might, I, I don't uh, think there's any. Yeah. But I, I don't know. The dentist doesn't like take you to from zero to a hundred in a huff. Like, like you do on your own. Oh, uh, apparently there's a t problem with this in Thailand as well. <laughs> Cause I found a nice, uh, petrol sniffing slash gasoline sniffing. Let's see. Hydrocarbons and petrol depress the central nervous system, and this can create a similar state to alcohol intoxication. It's the same as alcohol? You can just go get that at the store. Right? They sell alcohol in Australia, right? He's got money for alcohol, mate. Yeah, but alcohol has steal to be a bit of gas. so much more expensive than gasoline. Yeah, Probably, absolutely. But it's like... Like there's like being an alcoholic is not healthy at all, but there's no way it's worse than being a serial gasoline huffer, right? Look, it's what they do. Lower these, calorie. These people haven't haven't come up with clothing yet. They you, they don't have the loom or deme or domestication or even pottery, right? They're out in the desert wearing thongs, throwing boomerangs at, and playing Where didgeridoos. Where are they exactly on the civilization tech tree? They're at a one. <laughs> they are at one. Okay, are you making up that they don't the have Africans, pottery? The Africans out there with spears look at the Aborigines like, they are far behind. <laughs> <laughs> they have not yet discovered a sharp rock on the end of this stick is the way to go. <laughs> 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 they do not even have dirty water. <laughs> <laughs> they drink what the white man put in his car. To you make know there's some racist Australians who thinks this is the best part yeah! I've ever done of yeah! ABK. Fucking dirty abos. I like, after this, I'm going to go beat the shit out of an abos. <laughs> First one I see. Yeah, and we could be yeah. that way more offensive than we even know because as three Americans, we have no fucking clue no, what it's like over there idea. in Australia. I don't know if abo is just what like a slang term <laughs> that they say abo for aborigine, or if that's like a bad word for them. If it's like, the but it seems bomb. like that's not very creative. I just googled dirty abo. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the pictures. Look at oh, the now you're on a list. Did don't go to the link? UK. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. I I just Google image search dirty abo. Oh my god. Right. Well, okay, let's this put is... this on the big screen. There we go. These are not attractive people. And you know what? There's well, but certain... you put dirty in this descriptor, so <laughs> but... it's going to sift out in the good Hang on, hang on a out. second, hang on a second. Out. Hold on. I just, I just put in clean abo, no results found. That can't be true. <laughs> it can't be true. <laughs> um, it's not, there are not aboriginals, though. But um, these people look like Neanderthals or Neanderthals. I don't know how to say Neanderthals. You know, I, completed, I, I put an attractive there to try and get a, a nice little 
you know, comparison one, and it auto-completed to attractive above-ground pools. So <laughs> look at, these are pretty nice above-ground pools. what I said, though. How Neanderthal do these people look? Like their, their facial well, features, their wide nose, their, like... I don't. I don't think they would have any Neanderthal in them, right? Because Neanderthals were like more white, like yeah. more European. Were they? Yeah, no. yeah. They, they, they That's why European any. people have the most Neanderthal an ancestry. Yeah, they shouldn't have any because like Australia's been out there on its own for millions and millions of years, whereas you know the the Neanderthals were around like ten thousand years ago. But so I get what, what you're was saying. In Australia, did people just come over more recently? Is that the idea? They're not until sailing with their humans on it. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I'm guessing that I, I don't I don't honestly don't know, but it's one of two things, right? Either they like island hopped from uh, uh, boats over over time, or at one point like there there couldn't have been people before Australia broke away from the the mainland there. So yeah, I guess I think the yeah. theory for North America is that it was frozen and they walked across like from Russia. Yeah, the the the, the Bering uh, Strait or whatever up yeah. there. Could something I mean, similar have happened from But China, they keep or? the thing about that is they keep finding like older and older uh like native peoples in America, like going back ten thousand years and stuff like that. They keep finding older and older remnants. It doesn't matter. These people are clearly unevolved, I believe is your point. I well, the earth is only six thousand years old, so everything you're saying doesn't make sense. Ah, it must be very confusing for a woodworth. Uh, <laughs> and mate, Kyle. <laughs> Does not calculate. Yeah. <laughs> Does not calculate. <laughs> so, wait, where, I'm trying to find this. Where did you see, or did you make it up that they ha haven't figured out pottery and stuff like that Oh, yet? yeah, I'm just making that up because these, these are things, these are things that are on the... They build these buildings, things, dude. They have, like, little huts and shit. I, hang on, I got to look at an Aboriginal hut. But but my point was, my joke was because in civilization, like the first technologies oh. that you begin with is like pottery, animal husbandry, uh, and stuff like that. Archery is like right at, right after that. And when That's you said the, that, I'm like, man, like then what did they get to? What's before pottery? Like uh, stone the, shaping? Oh, dude, they do not. Woody, I believe we're both wrong here. It does not <laughs> look like they have pottery. I just... I just looked at Australian Aboriginal houses. Like Google, Google search that real quick and I look did what hut, these. But I'll do houses. Holy shit! I, I mean, I gave them some help there with house. Okay? <laughs> yeah, they they are lean-tos. Lean-to. Uh, yeah, this is the kind of thing you'd whip up in a day if you were on a survival trip. We did. Yeah. <laughs> Ours had a floor. They're sleeping on the goddamn ground. That's true, I put Australian Aboriginal architecture in there to try and. Give it the best possible crop of results <laughs> that could come up. And most of these are like leaf huts and things. I see one that's tall enough that you can stand inside. Here's one that looks like it's made from the... Is it the corrugated aluminum roof that oh, perhaps yeah, they stole? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no way do they have like aluminum manufacturing facilities with presses <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> I had all the alum aluminum I needed from the new shack and half a tank of gas in there. All gone. <laughs> I think it's the answer. They literally haven't evolved for 50,000 years. The, the Aboriginal Australians have been genetically isolated from the rest of humanity for 50,000 years with no direct evidence that they had ever intermarried with Southeast Asians around 4,000 years ago, as some scholars, scholars had suggested. A DNA study has revealed. Yeah, these, these fuckers are... Why didn't they get rid of them all? That's how the Americans would have done it. Get a little Andrew uh, Jackson in there, but he has to be Australian, so he'd be like, Andrew Jackson? 
Andrew Jackson was a new member of the Peaky Blinders. Yeah. <laughs> and then he would just murder. You know, well, like they, he's one they of the murdered. presidents that really kept his promise. He he said he was going to kill dirty Indians, and then he killed dirty Indians. There so. was a dirty Indian who came to my school one time, and uh, I don't know. They were talking about fucking. <laughs> so now it sounds racist when you say it. <laughs> oh, I thought that. I thought that was a tribe, the dirty Indians. <laughs> ah, yeah. They, he came to my school once, and uh, I don't know. They were talking about basket weaving or some horse shit, and he was like, "I will not even carry a twenty dollar bill in my pocket." And I'm like, <laughs> I was just like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> even at, even in middle school, I was like, "What a what an asshole! I won't carry a twenty dollar bill." Like, it's not like Hitler's on there. I guess it's his version I'm of Hitler, though, right? opposite asshole. I swear to God, I only carry 20s. If it's less it's than the, a 20, the most convenient I bill. just give it to my wife. If it's more than 20, like, I don't... The I fuck don't is this shit? Those. Yeah. I, I, I have a very small wallet, so I just keep... Purell? Three or four folded up 20s. <laughs> I touched a five. I touched a five. God knows what ape had his hands on that. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of person spends a $5 bill? Oh, what can you even purchase for that? <laughs> if I pull out my wallet, this is my wallet, it'll have a stack of tightly folded up 20s and that's all I carry. And I... There was a there was an Ellen clip I watched recently of uh, uh, Bill Gates trying to guess the price of common items. And I don't remember them all, but I thought he'd be closer. But like one of them was like a bag of like ready-made Uncle Ben rice or something like that, rice which like rice. anyone would know like, oh, Walmart, get that for, if they're selling it for $2, they're super overcharging you. Like, it's probably like a buck. You know, and he's like, I don't know, that's enough rice for like a family meal, maybe $9. And people <laughs> in the audience are like, no, no. He's like, okay, no, lower than that, lower than that, clearly lower than that. And it's like, <laughs> he really pulled back the, you know, the, the shades of like, oh, this guy hasn't even considered what day-to-day -day items cost in decades. Yeah, yeah he has no clue. Well, he was his father was worth like $25 million as he grew up. So, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's, it's, a lot is made out of him dropping out of Harvard and like you know starting his own software business, and there's some credit to be given there. But he had a huge safety net. He wasn't yeah, he didn't do shit. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that like the the big risk was that he would you know only be a multi 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 millionaire off his father. You know, it, I mean, it's not like when you drop out you can never return. It was he was in his uh, third year or something, right? He was a freshman, I think. And his father was like a huge philanthropist in the area too. So like it, he had sort of ended his career and got into the giving stage. And now Bill Gates does that too, but better. If you were as rich as Bill Gates, would you do the kind of charity work he does? Or would you do like more eccentric billionaire things? I, I, I'd like to think I'd do a lot of charity work, but it would a lot be delegated. Like, like uh, I think Warren Buffett does a lot of charity work, but he just gives it to Bill to handle that shit. Knowing that, mm -hmm. you know, and that might be the route that I take. Yeah, I, I, I was I, meaning like uh, pet projects, like fun things where it'd be like, all right, all right, yeah, a billion goes for water, so PR is good. But also, we're going to pour a lot of money, and in the next Olympics, the Kenyan ice hockey team is going to compete. <laughs> <laughs> like, how is this going to do this? And they'd be like, it doesn't matter. I got enough money to do this. There's got to be some athletes in Kenya that are, you know, they got the endurance. They're not going to slow down. The the look, Cup, we I could think. just televise the tryouts and make our money back. 
this is why I'd, I'd hire you on as a consultant, right? <laughs> half, half the entries are out there licking the ice. <laughs> <laughs> they would have to put like the, a bad smelling thing in where like American and Canadian hockey players are like, hey, you know what smells funny over here? Yeah, we had to add something into the ice because. <laughs> <laughs> but after this game, when they leave, we will chip it away. And it's like, <laughs> no, McGumbe, like, you know, a whole 30 pack of Nestle out there. You know, stop chipping away the ice. Yeah. Dude, St. Louis. <laughs> is, I'm, 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 hockey talk. Dude, St. Louis is winning, and they're going to hook Philadelphia up with a nice draft pick. Yep, it wouldn't be St. Louis if they could commit <laughs> to, to any direction. But, they traded yeah. away some good players and then started winning. Tarasenko's injured. That might help you. That'll help us lose for sure. Uh, well, they're winning. Like, they scored five goals without him, so. That's true. And we didn't want that. That was the one time when I was watching a Blues game where I'm like, are you shitting me? <laughs> like, we're in, we're so close to getting a top 10 pick if you guys would just, you know, call it you're in for close, another couple right? weeks. I mean, aren't there, are you close? We're like, there's like five teams ahead of us right now. We're like right smack dab in the middle of the league, like 15th or something like that. So oh, there's about oh, as I much chance as us making the playoffs as there is of us tanking and, you know, well, I'm rooting for you. Pick. Thank you. You know, I, what is most likely going to happen because it's St. Louis is we won't quite make the playoffs, but Philly will get a, a, an 11th overall pick. So I would, so I would support there. that. Yeah. And Philly will make the playoffs. They will. They're definitely going to make it. Uh, I still got my pick as either Nashville or Tampa and day by day, it's looking more like Nashville to me. Uh, but yeah. Kyle. All right, Kyle. Are you yeah. talking about something Kyle doesn't? Kyle, please tell us what you ate. <laughs> I, I ate so many things. It would I be, know. I, I don't you know. Did. I, please. I, I don't know. I don't know where to begin. Uh, I, uh, I watched a couple of cool yeah, movies. Chiz and I watched uh, Baby Driver. Have you seen that? Yes, in the theaters. I really, I really liked that a lot. I, I, I liked it. It was almost like a musical. Uh, there was so much music going on. My mm -hmm. one complaint is like going into it, I thought it was going to be like a Fast and the Furious type thing with a lot more driving, or at least like. Gone in 60 seconds, you know, with Nick Cage when he's just going crazy with that uh, that car at the end. But there was less driving and more like emotional, like kind of love story. But that that kid is an excellent actor. I want to see him in more shit. Hmm. Uh, the opening song, it had a lot of like synchronization to the song and what was happening that I didn't catch the first time. That hope yeah. Out to me. Yeah, I, I dug that a lot. Driver, a cartoon? No, no. no. Um, it, it's uh, Fast and Furious, you know, but new. Like a heist uh, kind of thing. It's got uh, it's got Frank under Kevin Spacey like runs. Uh, he does like uh, heists, and he hires this group like different groups of criminals to like rob banks and armored cars. And this like I don't know, twenty year old kid named Baby is his his getaway driver, and he's just like hell on wheels. He's incredible. Like the the first chase scene, he's in a Subaru WRX. Which is a badass fucking car, by the way. If no, if you if you've never driven one or seen one, it's all-wheel drive. They used to be 300 horsepower, but this one looks souped up, so God knows. And he's just doing like some crazy shit, like like uh, like sliding it backwards between cars and stuff like that. It was really fun. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's I'll one of those movies out. where driving well is like a superpower, and you know, so it's like, all right, there we're in a heap of mess. The bank robbery went wrong and we all poured into poured into the car. There's sirens everywhere. 27 police with the you know cherries and berries cooking. But don't worry, baby's behind the wheel and he'll outrun helicopters and police and motorcycles and whatever else have you because driving is it's a superhero movie but with 
everyday powers. Ah, speaking of superhero movies, Chiz and I also watched <laughs> Thor Ragnarok, which uh, oh, I fun. thought that was really good. I feel like they kind of went more to the Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy type feel for that movie than they had with the previous Thor movies, which had kind of been dark. Uh, and uh, and I really liked that. There's a lot of laughs in that. Yeah, uh, that- I, 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 I'm with you in that. On superhero movies, I normally trend towards darker is better. Like the the darker Batmans, the like make them sort of gritty and like the Saving Private Ryan of superheroes. I, I appreciate that. But yeah. somehow Thor came along, and you know he's making goofs and he's joking, and like you probably remember the line because you have a gift for that, but. You know, he's talking to the Incredible Hawk, and he's like, hey, big fella, sun's coming down, or whatever it is. <laughs> you know, he does that like half a dozen times. Why do you it, keep saying that to me? It works zero <laughs> times. <laughs> sun's going down. Sun's going down. Yeah, it, it was good. I liked when uh, Stan Lee comes out to cut his hair, and he's got like a crazy like hair cutting. It looks like a weed whacker, but with blades on it and a pistol grip. He's like, sit still. I'm not as steady as I used to be. And the thing just... Yeah, it was a good His movie. His hair I, gets destroyed. Like, he's got clips, spangled. It, it, it looked like Edward Scissorhands without talent cut him. Oh, that was a good look, but I thought. That was... It, I, I it liked it. It looked accidental to me, right? It was supposed to be accidental, right? With all the, like, the, the yeah, Clippers like, like touch his head a bunch of it. times. Yeah. But what's fun is... Um, the Thor action hero, like a bobblehead or whatever, has all the matching bad haircut. I thought that was clever that they remembered that detail. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I uh, I got a new also we got a new game that we've been playing called um, oh what's it I have fucking good called movie I like what the you got? babysitter Have you seen that? Not yet. It's on Netflix. I don't know if it's a Netflix original or if it's just on Netflix, but. Um, it's basically a, a kid that's kind of underperforming. He's just entering puberty, but he still has a babysitter. And uh, it's a sort of coming-of-age type thing. And it's really well done, and I enjoyed it. Is it like a horror movie or... Um, like a cheesy horror movie? or the, I mean, the movie knows what it is, right? So, it, like, it's, it's not trying to... It, it cracks jokes about itself now and then. And uh, I guess you'd call it a horror movie because there's some, you know, like murder and murder intent involved. But uh, I don't know. Some, it wasn't like it, it was trying to stop you from sleeping afterwards. Ah, and the uh, I also I got another movie I watched. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's called The Outsider. Uh, and it's got uh, the guy that played the Joker in it, The Outsider. What's Pete his Ledger? fucking name? No, the other Joker. Jared Leto. Uh, Jared Leto. All right. Do you know? Let me, let me. First of all, let me pull up an image of Jared Leto, and Did then you I say Danny DeVito. Is that who you go with? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's the Penguin. What am I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish he'd come back and and do another. Uh, that'd be cool. All right. So so so, how old do you think Jared Leto is? Well, using psychology instead of guessing, I'm going to say curiously old, and he's 37. All right. 42. Let me. Two. Here's a. Here's here's a recent picture of him. This is him in The Outsider, which is the movie that just came out. Hmm. All right, so he looks uh, like I could have babysat him. <laughs> right, he looks really young in that. Yeah, and you how know, old that's is he really? Forty-six. Wowzers! I guessed high, because he looks twenty-six, and in this right? he looks twenty-three. Forty-six. Killing it. Well, he's aging very well. Killing it. He's got a very Jesus look about him. 
Well, he, he, he absolutely everybody. does. You know, if you look at some more of his uh, pictures. So The Outsider has, I believe, 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. So mm. when Chiz and I went into this thing, it was not expecting a whole lot. And yet, I think a lot of the 26%, the downvotes or whatever, are from people who don't like that there's a white guy uh, playing kind of like, like set in an Asian role, but it's not that it's what it is. It's like 1952 Japan. So just post world war two. And it's about the Yakuza, which is the Japanese mafia. And, uh, Jared Leto's character kind of falls ass backwards into a position with the Yakuza and becomes one of them and, and slowly gains their respect. Uh, cause every step of the way, he's just a hard ass. Like every time they, they just like try to test him, or like he's put in a position to be tested, he just goes to just an eleven out of ten, just with, on the on violence and mm. uh, and and like just just adhering to like yakuza code, which is very brutal. Uh, he he's just he's as violent and as hardcore as you can be, for especially to be a little guy like he is, because he, he doesn't he's not like big and muscular in the mm -hmm. movie. I would recommend it. I thought it was good. Um, I, I even, I liked it a lot. Like, like, like it starts out and he's in prison in some scary Japanese prison and like he slowly gets into the Yakuza and works his way up the sort of chain of command or whatever, uh, within the Yakuza. And, uh, I, I liked it a lot and it being 1952 and, uh, sort of like, you know, just post World War II and seeing sort of the, the way they felt about white people and the way white people felt about them, specifically Americans was kind of interesting because I'd never seen anything set in that time period in Japan. Having so, yeah. said that, I, I saw 1922 on your recommendation. I really didn't. It's obviously the worst movie I saw this year. I think easily the worst <laughs> oh my movie God, I've I liked seen. In the, like, I'm like, how far do I have to go back to find another movie as bad as that? <laughs> I'm blown Justice away League that you disliked it that worse. much. I thought it was good. You liked 1922, Kyle, didn't you? you were, two thumbs up. Yeah, I was two thumbs up on that too. It was, it was hmm. creepy. It wasn't an over-the-top jump scare kind of thing. It was more just the mood itself, the unpredictability of the main male actor I as you kind of watch him unravel a bit. Senseless as like nothing and like the action scenes, which which you I guess appreciated for not being over the top. I was like, really, he has mice in the walls. Like that's that's your thing. The, yeah. This it wasn't. It was reminiscent of his wife. You know, being like seeing the rats and whatnot. I don't want to give anything away, but when he saw the rats in the same context as his wife, that stuck in his head. Those were crazy. symbolic. Yeah, those it were was symbolic like a, rats. It was like a, the fuck. I'm going to sound like an uncultured idiot. What's the name? The Telltale Heart. Yeah. Ah. Like yeah. Uh, where Edgar Allan Poe. You know, he keeps he keeps hearing that heart. He can't he dumb, can't dumb, stop. Dumb, so dumb. it's it's torturing him. Like he knows on a certain level it's not there, but then he starts to wonder, is it there? I couldn't be this wrong for so long. I, I liked it. I thought it was, it was good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I, I, it was a real tragedy, you know. Like, like he, it, it's kind of a classic tale of like he, he's like, he sees this way to keep everything that means everything to him by doing this horrible thing, and then from there, it's just all downhill. Everything that he loves is taken away in the worst ways possible, and like, like, like the, the mood of that movie is so dark. You know, when his hand gets bitten by the the thing and. Ah, it was a uh, thing I did like uh, was, and I won't give it away, but the uh, the path that his son took was really interesting to me. Sure, yeah. Unfolded. But uh, outside what of a that, dummy, mm, the son. Well, you win some, you lose some. I, I yeah, thought it was a it was a good one, uh, but 
I did a cool thing this weekend. It's a paramotor story, but quickly, mm -hmm. uh, just Friday night, my buddy, you know, writes me, and the winds are going north on Saturday and south on Sunday, which isn't that common. So he's like, let's go to Richmond, Virginia. And uh, yeah, I just packed everything up and flew a paramotor to another state. Uh, we, we, he didn't plan it out very well. We had no place to sleep or anything. So we're on Google Maps, like finding hotels with grass around them. And uh, 60 we, or fewer dollars a night. Yeah. <laughs> it was $55. It was <laughs> sleazy as hell. You guys would have loved this place to make fun of me. It was, it was, it was worse than the Vintage Inn or Vantage Inn, whatever that other place was called. Um, it didn't have anything fancy like internet, but uh, it, <laughs> it didn't have internet. I, dude. It, the place was so like they they called it a non-smoking room, and it's like by that do you mean I won't be smoking? Because this is clearly a smoking as fuck room, and uh, but it had like a small. You guys won't care about the grass, but it was barely big enough to launch, and uh, it was such that like I couldn't launch into the wind. I sort of inflated with a quartering headwind and launched with a tailwind, which is not what you want to do. But I it, it went really from well. now on. Take pictures. Of all of these shithole places that you go, so we can talk about it on the. Sh I would rather stay in the Overlook Hotel than where you stay My on your trip. My friend was really upset because we were like, like two doors down from a Super Eight, which is not nice. I don't, I like, I don't really have high standards for hotels or anything. He's oh, like, we know. He's like, you like blind machines, Doc? I'm like, yeah. does that, does that like, that matters to you? And and. uh but yeah, he would have happily walked a few feet down to a better place, and, and it doesn't even <laughs> register on my list of concerns. You want to see the ice machine, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> God, I love that movie. On the way back, such a good movie. he had this great idea that we didn't stop for any fuel. Hey, Doc. Yeah. Oh, okay. So anyway, that was pretty cool. That's neat. Yeah, so it... It's fortunate that it wasn't like, oh, a huge shift in the wind. It's going even more powerful north until Thursday. <laughs> that like, would have been tricky. We almost ran out of gas on the way back. But we made it all right. It was pretty yeah, it's because And it rained on us. An Aboriginal had been pilfering it from <laughs> one of those North Carolina Aborigines. But or, good times. Uh, oh, speaking of North Carolina yeah. Aborigines, I've, watched, I've been watching a bunch of movies with Chiz. I watched The Descent 2. Now, have you ever seen The Descent 1? Because that's kind of key. I have. The yeah, Descent 1 totally fails to deliver on its promise of hot women and boobs, right? It is like a horror movie <laughs> Where was this promise? all these beautiful girls. And like, everyone knows about that kind of movie. You're supposed to see at least some bras, right, in this. And they're like, yeah, let's, let's take all these fit women, like, hiking and spelunking in like i don't know clothes that looked like they were coming off and never did i saw the descent i know all about it so the descent is one of the best horror movies ever made uh it, it's a wonderful movie if you like female empowerment it, it's like joss whedon made the goddamn thing there's no eye rolling cringy bullshit where you just stick a, a round woman into a into a square you know hole that that she needs to go in to make her the the protagonist no these are badass women. There's only one man in the movie. He dies five minutes in. So don't be worrying about him. Mm -hmm. He's gone. He drowns right away. Spoiled. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And so, and, and so I had very it, different takeaways from this movie. <laughs> I loved it. I, I still love it. And, and they, they go spelunking in, the, in this unexplored cave in the Appalachia. 
and shit goes rough. Well, we watched the sequel to that, and for some reason, they convinced the girl to go back in the, the cave, and you can probably imagine what happens from there. I, it, it goes was, rough it again. Same hey, same shit happens. Did you did you think the second one was better or worse than the first? Worse, of course. Yeah, because you don't have the surprise of like what's coming and like the slow reveal of exactly what they're dealing with, and uh, you don't get as much of the. In the first one, there's two horrors to deal with, right? There's the things in the cave, but then there's the cave itself. The environment is so claustrophobic. You know, you're it's it's a it's a terror to. Just be in the cave normally, if you ask me. Dude, like a mouse would be horrifying in that environment, right? Like if if I'm there and the the, the cave is so small that my helmet barely fits, I don't want a rat coming at me. I don't want a garter yeah. snake coming at me. Yeah, and oh, I'm yeah. At like like cave spiders or something. Like you don't know what's down there. I'd it's, rather uh, fight any of the monsters in those caves than have to slither through those little cracks. Where you're panicking that like your air canister is going to get knocked off or something like that. That scared me way more about any kind of caving movie than any of the monsters in there. Like if I had, I'd, I'd eat my own flare gun, and just blow my head off or something. If I was in there, I would, I can't imagine how panicky I would be. Like that you, movie uh, where what's his face gets yeah. stuck in the the coffin. Oh uh, yeah, Ryan yeah, Reynolds. yeah. Like it's not like a horror movie, but like it gets my heart beating just as much as any horror movie because I'm like imagining myself in there. Like and of course I'm thinking like how are you gonna uh, how are you going to take a shit at the very least if you have to? I had Taco Bell last night. Why did they have to kidnap me now? Yes. <laughs> Why did they force feed me Taco Bell? <laughs> now I know. <laughs> and you like feel something be between your legs. You reach down. Double stuffed burritos. Yes. Not just Grande. <laughs> this was their plan. <laughs> this wasn't even on the menu. Did Kyle make this shit up? <laughs> There's nothing to drink but Metamucil. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I uh, those claustrophobic type movies. Uh, I've never seen. Makes my hands uh, sweaty. The movie's twenty seven hours or something like that. It's uh, it's where he gets his hand caught behind the boulder and has to cut it off with his uh, with his multi tool. Mm. Uh, maybe one hundred forty seven hours, something like that. Some number of hours. Yeah. I yeah. Franco. One hundred twenty seven yeah. hours. Yeah. Uh, it's um, it's uh, it's a true story. Uh, that's another one of those movies that that's kind of hard to to fucking watch uh it's um james franco took me a second to find it james franco he's the one that's uh stuck in there yeah that's that's fucking rough which is the one that you kind of like when the guy dies because he was a fool chris mccandless is that into the wild does into that sound right to you? wild it was a book I've... we read into the and... wild is the true story where he eventually dies with poison potatoes oh yeah 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 that fuck that guy like they wrote the book in a way to be like, wow, what a what a brave explorer going out looking. It's like, no, this is a guy who just like on a lark. It would be like me being like, I'm gonna go survive in Appalachia for a month. And then I just show up there with like, I don't know, a bottle of smart water and you know, a pan and hope for the best. Like, no, oh, mushrooms are gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> mushrooms. I'm yeah. torn as to how I view that. I don't know. It, it's kind of neat that he took a risk and went off the beaten path and decided to go get an experience, right? Instead of just seeing what experiences come his way. But, um... He could have taken a book with him. He could have been more... He did take a book with him. Like, like North American flora and fauna or something and just avoided that whole poisoning incident, right? Uh, I... Well, what, what happened in the end, I'm gonna ruin the movie, is Please. he crossed a body of water and then the water rose so he couldn't go back. 
So he just sort of suffered with whatever he could find, which were these wild potatoes. And hmm. they were either poisonous to get go off the get go, or they had kind of rotted and became poisonous. One of those two. And uh, then eating the potatoes made his judgment even worse, and that led to death. Yeah, tater on the brain. That's no good. Have you seen uh, the most recent Walking Dead? Are you caught up with that? I'm not. I forgot there was a new one. Yeah, don't fucking bother. <laughs> is it that bad? Don't sure it fucking is. bother. I'm God, sure I wish terrible. I could stop. I'm in too deep. I can't stop. <laughs> I can I? To worry, last I, I, season. <laughs> I, 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 can I tell you about a scene? I, it, it's a sure. minor spoil, spoil as much as you want. I'm enjoying how much you guys are hating it. <laughs> All right. So, so Rick, Rick is in a one v one with Negan. He has, I, I won't spoil exactly how it gets there, but let's, he runs Negan off the road. His car gets Negan's car. By the way, they don't show it. Can't afford that in the budget, I guess. You, it just cuts to it. You see Rick chasing him, and then the next thing you know, they cut, and you see Negan's car on its side. Rick's car has hit a phone pole. Negan is in the car, out of his fucking mind, unarmed. He didn't even have a goddamn gun. He's just got the bat and a, and a bucket of guts. He's covered in zombie guts. There's zombies milling around. Rick gets out of his car and just starts screaming and starts walking toward Negan's car with an AK-47 firing from the hip fully automatically into the car. Misses and 30 shots in a row. But that wasn't good enough. He <laughs> click, click, unloads that bitch, loads a new mag in, rock and cock. Misses another full mag as Negan <laughs> sprints into a doorway. But don't worry, he's got his pistol, right? Rick is into that doorway right behind Negan. I mean, like from me to that door behind me. Bam, 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 bam. Misses all six rounds. So now we're at 66 misses. By the way, this guy, I've seen him get like 37 headshots in a row. With, like, with he's, zombies. like he's syndicate playing zombies. Just, uh -huh. just popping heads left and right. So now Negan is at the top of the stairs and he's like, uh -huh. well, come on up, sunshine. And he's got his bat or whatever. So Rick unholsters his hatchet, and you're like, ah, now we get a... Okay, maybe it was worth it for him to disarm himself like a fucking idiot. He throws the hatchet like a tomahawk. Mm. Negan dodges Does it. Does he miss? Oh, he misses. <laughs> and and now Negan's, like, hanging from, like, his fingers, and there's a, a an abyss below him, and, and Rick's standing over him with the hatchet, and instead of, like, I don't know, trying to hit him in the head, he, like, goes for a finger... And Negan just goes, you asshole, and just drops and, like, goes into the abyss. And then Rick pursues him more. They end up, Rick ends up with the bat. Now Negan is just a guy, just an old man in a, in a silly leather jacket, mm. all beaten and bruised, limping around. And, and Rick's there, full of rage, with a, ba with a barbed wire baseball bat, which he then decides isn't good enough, so he sets it on fire. <laughs> so now... He, he had some lighter fluid with him. Mm -hmm. I guess that was in a holster we didn't see. He mm -hmm. lights the bitch on fire in the dark and somehow gets disarmed by Negan and Negan escapes. With the bat. This sound... What? <laughs> you, can't, you can't be explaining this correctly. <laughs> I, this show, right? man. So how did, how did he fall into the abyss? I thought the abyss was going to be like a, you know, the Balrog flying down. Like, no, it's from no. the highest mountain to the lowest dungeon, I fought him. Like, then the I battle. smoked his ruin upon the mountainside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, exactly. But no, he just fell into a, like a shallow abyss. There was like a hole in the rotted, the floorboards were rotted out, and the house they were in. He's on like the first floor, like, um, like, like landing, like where the steps go, and then there's a landing. He's whole, he's by that landing, falls down, 
through the floorboards down to the basement. Uh, goes from second floor through the first floor into the basement, hops up lickety split because you know he's a spry, old as fuck man. As well, Nick, but he's Nick, got post-apocalyptic nutrition to keep nobody, him going. Nobody's afraid of Negan. Nobody is a fucking afraid of Negan. I'm pretty sure I could beat up Negan. You give me, give me, give me three months to train. I could beat up Negan. <laughs> I, I, I would pick you. You know, I saw that actor in another show. I don't remember what it was. It might have been uh, one of the ones we talked about recently. Supernatural. He's, uh, he's the was, father in Supernatural. I think it was one of the movies we talked about in this show. But anyway, he played the exact same character in the other show I saw. The same old, like, uh, lean back, don't know about that kind of thing. It was like, son of a bitch. Like, that, it seemed like a pretty neat character in Walking Dead the first time I saw it. But you don't see, like, the Malcolm in the Middle dude come on some other show and talk to the camera about yeah. his dad. <laughs> but, yeah. but that's what Negan did. Yeah, when uh, Jim Halpert from The Office is in his, like, war movies as a Marine, he doesn't, like, get pinned down by, you know, the fucking, you know, terrorists and then give a little, hmm, like, look into the <laughs> camera. Wouldn't, or the, the terrorist is like, where are my bombing supplies? They are all cooked into jello. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> RPG <Iranian>. is useless. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's he was in Watchmen, of course. Jeffrey Dean Morgan was in Watchmen as a super uber badass. You know, he was the the uh, the comedian, right? The most uh, hardcore character in that show. He he lays a rape down like thirty minutes into that show, right? The watch let, let, Oh, that the that, Watchmen. I didn't even pick up that that was him. He was yeah. That he's he the comedian. Movie in a while. Yeah, he's barbecuing. Uh, yeah. I was gonna. He Vietnamese. Old in that show. He played a washed up superhero in that show, and he's only older now. That was like eight years guess ago, how, wasn't it? Guess guess how old he is. Okay, I have his Wikipedia page in front of me, but I don't see his age. Based on Jared Leto being 46, I'm, I'm guessing he's 102. <laughs> I'm going to go with 53. 52? Oh, you know, 52 was my first guess, and I upped it. Uh, he'll be 52 oh, in uh, like 30. actually. And a couple more. Yeah, I was gonna, about to say, he'll be 52 April 22nd. Yeah. What's coming up? Yeah. Hey. Fuck that guy. Fuck that show. Kill him. Kill him. When did you guys both transition from thinking Negan was the most interesting character to now being like, fucking kill this guy. I'm about, done. How about... Uh, yeah, last season. Like, like, yeah. like the thing that Negan was scary. When Negan would come on the screen, my heart would literally like, like, pick up pace. It would, it would go from like whatever I don't know, from eighty to hundred or whatever. Or in my case, probably like hundred to one hundred twenty. My resting heartbeat, God knows. But, but, but <laughs> when he came on, it was scary. You, because you had seen him take out two main characters. And like like it was nothing, you know. And you were like, "Oh shit, maybe the rules have changed. Maybe they're the, maybe you know they watch. Maybe the makers of this show have been watching a lot of Game of Thrones." Because Negan was introduced to us as just this sort of myth, right? So for like five, six episodes, you didn't meet Negan, and people are like, "Who's Negan? Where's Negan?" And and for I don't understand why, but everyone in his gang says, "I am Negan." They just like claim to be him. And then when you finally met the Negan. Like Kyle said, it was so scary. It was as good as any movie. Like it, the, the last episode of season six, the finale was incredible. Season seven, the opening episode, that's where he killed the two people that Kyle referenced. That was amazing. And then somehow the next 15 episodes were just dragging on. We should do something soon. You know, there, there were some good, it, it wasn't immediately downhill because remember the episode where Rick is 
getting supplies, and Negan has come to the sanctuary, wherever they live or whatever, and he's cooking spaghetti. Carl has away, right, and went to Neganville. Mm-hmm. Negan's brought back. He's like, I made him spaghetti, you know, or whatever. And uh, and there, that other guy who was trying to, like, get Negan to take Rick out and, re- and replace him with himself, Nick, uh, Negan guts him right there. He's like, you know what your problem is? You don't have any guts. And he disembowels him right there, and he goes, ha! I was wrong! <laughs> they were inside you the whole time! <laughs> yeah, I, he had already lost me at that point. I do wow, that, that was dark. It was a good scene. That was dark. That sounds pretty dark. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, 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 I like the scene. Maybe the guy's I'll like, say that. <laughs> but Hold the guts. I mean, that was like eight episodes into building up this conflict. And it turned out they built up the conflict for 15 episodes. And that was too much. You know, you need to Way actually too much. do the fight. So now they're doing 16 episodes of the fight, and that's too much too. Yeah. It doesn't take 16 hours to tell this story. It should have been like season seven should have started. <laughs> he kills the two main characters, and then for the next half season, mm-hmm. you build, and then the and then the fight begins, and then the rest of On that the half season finale. Yeah, right? they should yeah. initiate, and then and we'll wrap have... it up by the end of the next season. We're we're a season into this bullshit that shouldn't even be be, be happening right now. It's so lame, mm. so lame. So many, so many side characters getting sick and like going on stupid like ancillary journeys that that dead end. That's what I really hate. Is when a character goes on this crazy journey and then it and then that storyline just dead ends and there's nothing there. There's not even a cool payoff. There's been a couple of those recently. It's and fucking the side trash. Characters are terrible. Like a side character in Game of Thrones is like Arya Stark, right? Like like. That is a story that we're all invested in, maybe as much yeah. as mm-hmm. the main one. For sure. Uh, yeah. A side character, like, there's a the reverend who, like, whose faith sort of comes and goes. And then there's another guy who's unkillable, but a little killable, perhaps, who kills people with a stick. Like, I swear, his main weapon looks like a broomstick. It is. It is totally a broomstick. Is stick. it literally a broomstick? It's not literally a broomstick, but it might... There are broomsticks that are just as hardy, okay? <laughs> like, you get one of those heavy-duty broomsticks, one of those mop handles, sharpen that bad boy up. His, it's not even sharp. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, you go too far with the sharpened stick, Kyle. You know, Aborigines are like, ah, oh, I should have thought of that. He didn't even fire, <laughs> like, 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 he didn't even fire harden it. It's just sort of, and, and he sticks that thing through pe- people's skulls like it's a lance. Like, yeah. it's, it, fuck Which Morgan. Which character is this? Morgan. His name is Morgan. He's a black wanderer. Oh, is he the king? No, no, the oh. king is even less interesting. Fuck them all! Oh my Here's, god, the king. The king is even less interesting than the stick man. I want, I want a big cleanse. There's a to, to happen. badass woman, Carol. Carol, and, uh, good character. By comparison, right? If Carol was on Game of Thrones, she'd be, uh, I don't know, uh, that Tully one with the weird kid. Like she's that level of interesting. <laughs> you know, but on Game of Thrones, she's a standout as one of the best. She'd be Lysa Aaron, yeah. given you know her tit to her seven-year-old son. Is that who I'm going for? That's yeah. Name, that's who yeah. I was trying to talk about. Yeah, it, yeah, it's such a garbage fucking show. I hope that their ratings continue to tank and they have to wrap it up next year or something like that because it is fucking garbage. What it, if the like network says, you know what, this show is trash. But the idea is sound. We're going to get in new writers, new actors. We're going to do this thing a reboot. That I'd be down for. And then the black helicopter, 
follow up on that storyline. Let's see where uh, that they goes. They have. They well. They did a little bit. Don't ruin they it. They did a I'll little bit. Yeah, tonight. you read the comics, right? Uh, yeah, I'm a little behind though, a few months behind. But okay, I, don't I remember I, the I, helicopter. Yeah, the the helicopter isn't in the comics, but oh. I'll just stop. You know, it, it okay. look, it, it's fucking garbage. It's fucking garbage. It's fucking awful. And I'm so invested, I can't stop. I can't mm. stop. God damn, it sucks. It sucks so hard. <sighs> well, yeah, well, I, I don't well, even want to watch the newest season. Taylor won't like this, but the new um, Infinity War looks fun to me. I'm looking yeah, I saw, it. I saw, and this is coming from uh, someone who doesn't know anything about that universe, mm -hmm. but I saw the the poster for it and the sheer number of characters on there. <laughs> and it is exactly like when Matt Stone and Trey Parker are like, I'm the zookeeper. You don't like it? Fuck you. You'll see it. You'll see it anyway. It's got all your favorite characters. You don't think that's it got new ones too. Fuck you. You'll see it. Like that kind of shit. It's like how much more can these Marvel guys just stand in their office and be like, you know, can we, can we come up with something original? No. We're going to use a story from 1958. <laughs> and we're going to have 11 characters. Scratch that. How many characters do we have? 27. 27 characters. 28. We're going to add a new one. To, to you know, a Marvel it's like fan like Unbelievable. Me. Like, how are you guys still eating this up? I, I'm eating it up. Good. Now, I don't know the it's comics, good. so I'm, I'm not like you know a, a real fan or purist or anything. But I see all the characters together. There's a trailer where Chris Pratt talks to, I think it's Iron Man. And he's like, you know what? I like your plan. I think your plan's really good. Except that, like, it sucks. So what if I made a plan and then it could be, like, a good one? And, and just, like, to see Chris Pratt lay it out there and his style of doing it, I really liked it. I really liked him. I, I want to see Dude, it. I'm... There see, I bet it was like Oh, and, and, and a quick thing. Taylor mentioned all the characters. I heard the movie is, like, three hours long or some whopper yeah. like that. Like, there's yeah. room for characters in an all-day movie. Um, <laughs> part one is three hours, right? They, they, they rapping. You thought Infinity War was going to be a single film? I did. I didn't know. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, we're this... Lord of the Rings in this bitch. Someday oh, yes. there'll be a nine-hour viewing party. Um, uh. I, 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 look, I, the Marvel Universe is is mostly when, when there's a lot more A's and B's than there are C's and D's. There's a whole lot more. Ant-Man is is it's not great. Um, other than that, I, I'm I'm struggling to think of the bad Marvel movies. Like like I like them. I like almost all of them. Um, like like, like they all have you know the second Iron Man, two or three might have been weak. Three. I saw that in theaters and wanted my money back. That was garbage. It, that, that was just... What you said, there's more A's and B's than C's and D's, that's for sure. Yes. Yeah, for sure. It's mostly A's and B's and a couple of C's and a D in Iron Man 3. That, that was so such garbage. When, the, when the, the Mandarin turns out to not be the Mandarin and the, the bad guy turns out to be like Guy Pierce. And then out of nowhere, Pepper Potts gets superpowers. Like, fuck that shit. And then he blows up all of his goddamn suits. And then they put a kid in the movie. I hate kids in movies. And they, they got a little rivalry between Tony Stark, who's got PTSD from the second movie. And he's going back and forth with that fucking shit-ass kid. And, and then and then when he when he finally goes down to Florida to, like, do a thing, he doesn't even he doesn't have any suits. Because for some reason, he can't, like, call that go-go gadget suit thing. They, like, bring him one. So he's, he goes to the hardware store. This guy's a billionaire. He's one of the richest men on the planet. And he goes to a hardware store and makes a stun gun. Like, you can buy those. You can buy those. <laughs> Why don't he buy a pistol? Why don't he buy a fucking AR-15? It's Florida. Anybody can get them. <laughs> so he went to a hardware store and started, like, MacGyvering something? And then he goes to, like, oh, yeah. Then he goes... 
he goes he goes to fucking Florida and he MacGyver's up a bunch of gadgets and then he goes into like a base of baddies and takes them all out with like stupid bullshit like little rolling like stun grenades and and st like a stun fist. They're it was now. so fucking bad. I, I'm yeah, they, glad that they haven't lost character. Remember when uh, Captain America was going to retire like ten years ago? He's still no. at it. Oh, you don't. What? Yeah, I know that he, he, he was going. I don't know if it was a contract negotiation ploy, or yeah. if he really wanted to get behind the camera. But that was his. That's that's what he was saying. Mm. Here he is, still making movies, still doing his thing, and I'm happy. Dance, monkey. Uh, I'll give you eleven dollars. Are they running out of superpowers though? No, no. They, they're, they're not making them up as they go along. These are existing characters that are generations old, and I will bet you anyone here a large amount of money that Captain America dies in this next movie. We can only hope. <laughs> I think he's. I think a lot of the superheroes die in this movie. I wish he and hadn't I, said that. So I hope he. I hope he that. slips in the bath before the big battle, cracks his head, and they're like that's all it took for him, really. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, he didn't have a shield on. <laughs> out, yeah, he's not one of the more powerful ones. Iron Man has a brain aneurysm. Uh, it, it turns out that Thor has has MS. <laughs> <laughs> they oh man, my MS. Marvel would be way better. I forgot my hammer. Where did I leave it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, uh, Hawkeye, you're so useless ever since you got I a fucking Parkinson's early on in Parkinson's. get into uh, the Marvel Universe a little more and Deadpool. But it, so, so here's the thing. Look, I'm, I'm out of my depth, so I might be wrong on some of this. But it seems like Wolverine and Deadpool are like the Marvel super, uh, supermen, right? Like, they're the ones who beat everybody else because they can't be hurt. You shoot them up, you hurt them, you whatever, and they instant heal. If a single drop of blood remains, which it does, then they just regenerate from a drop of blood. The Hulk, too. I didn't know that. So, yeah, yeah, well, he, I, he doesn't regenerate, but, Hulk, but like right? they, they've had like the Hulk versus Wolverine before. And uh, and it just gets crazy, you know. They they they're, they're all sort of immortal in in their own right, yeah, right? The, the Hulk just gets more powerful. The more uh, him, so it, it, it's kind of like regeneration, you know, yeah. but with a, a level character level ups, and uh, uh, so but they haven't really worked the Wolverine and and uh, he probably never will, but because actor doesn't want to do it, and um, Fox Deadpool into it. Fox. Why didn't they yeah. ever make a, a really Fox cool owns the suit of armor for yeah. the Hulk? They, uh... Well, he grows. Why would they do that? That'd be a challenge. Although they solve other problems like that, but yeah. They could just make a big suit, and then as soon as he gets angry, they're like, boom, uh, Bruce, there's your suit. And then he'll hop in, go to town. But I'm just saying, you act like the Hulk is a steady size. It's my understanding that, like, he's 10 feet tall, you shoot him with a gun, now he's 14 feet tall. Yeah, uh, I don't yeah, know he, the rules. Okay. Yeah, he keeps getting bigger. <laughs> Yeah, there's been a couple of fights between the Hulk and Wolverine. I believe the Hulk tore him in half at one point. That no, didn't do the Wolverines. trick. It wouldn't, no. Yeah. Would that make two Wolverines? Or no, he couldn't regenerate. No, that doesn't make of... two Wolverines. Oh, I, I don't know what happened. Ah, how yeah, oh, not so dumb anymore. Because he can't regenerate his, <laughs> his adamantium. <laughs> but no, he seems to. Yeah, he just... He... And that's, so the Hulk well, is his just, bones like, holding never together the way you do with, like, wood glue in a craft. You know, just like... <laughs> <laughs> you just lick them and stick them. Yeah. And you're good to go. Uh... Yeah, that's... Uh, well, I'm clearly on the wrong side of all these since everybody seems to like them. As long as, you know, they'll keep pumping them out as, everybody, as long as everybody likes them. I just... You know, they... They can't stay popular forever, right? You, <laughs> well, it's about to see, the, see, Taylor, the thing is, it's about to end. Like, like, like this is this is a twenty-eight movie arc, and it <laughs> ends 
with Infinity War. Like, like that's what it's kind of all been about. Thanos is the big now. bad guy. He's two, two from what I understand. Um, but, but this has all been building to fight Thanos. Like, from the very first of these movies, Thanos was teased. And we, it's been building toward him, assembling the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, the, the stones that go into each knuckle of the Infinity Gauntlet have been strewn throughout all of the movies in one way or another. And uh, that's, that's what it's been about this whole time. That aspect I don't like. Like, it, it, what's it called? A MacGuffin, I think it's called? Where they're like, oh, we need to find the Declaration of Independence, yeah, the right. special rocks, this, the, that, the whatever. And uh, we've, t oh, I, shit, I just watched um, Justice League with Batman and Superman and Aquaman and Wonder Woman and such. And what? sure enough, what's the plot? Well, we took these rocks, I think, I forget what they were, scrolls, spread them out, hid them in different areas of the world so that no one would ever find them. And they have to find all of them and put them together to make a big bad guy. And uh, it's just stupid. It's, it's like that is the plot of too many movies. Ah, but 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 they're interesting if you know like like each stone does a different thing. Mm -hmm. It gives it, it give, it's going to give Thanos a different control over a different aspect of reality. There's like a time stone and a reality stone and uh, maybe a mind stone or something like that. In the cartoons, the battle that they have is awesome because like Thanos is utilizing each one in a different way to sort of fight the Avengers as they like. I think they're on the moon fighting, so it's it's pretty cool in that regard too. It's uh, I'm looking forward to the movie. If the movie lives up to the cartoon, it'll be epic. I'm looking forward to the movie. I don't know anything about the cartoon, and I kind of like it that way. Yeah, I, it, it, they're not exactly parallel. They they do different stuff, and and with the cartoon, you get a lot of like because it's a thirty minute cartoon. You get the uh, the the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy like crash land into the Avengers headquarters and Rocket Raccoons out like machine gunning at Hawkman or something, and there's a big disagreement, and it's it's fun. If in the Infinity War, and please don't <clears> spoil <throat> it for me if if you know this already. If it's an opportunity for actor changes, right? Like, like I've heard a thing about Captain America too. Could we get like I don't know a female in? I thought there was a black Captain America at one point. Like an actor change. Green Lantern, I know changes all the time. Um, you know, just I wonder if coming out of the Infinity War, there'll be a way to keep the thing going because at some point your characters age out. Like Robert Downey Jr. is looking less and less like Iron Man every year. Yeah, yeah, I guess he is. Um, I I hope they end it. Honestly, like, like I, they can wrap it up. Like, like each of it's twenty-eight movies now, right? Really? Like, like, yeah. I didn't know it was. I knew. I mean, it seemed like a good guess. I just didn't know the number. Every one of them has at least one, but many of them have three. You know, three Thors, three Iron Man. Uh, there's three. Captain I don't know how Americas? many. Three Captain Americas. You know, that's um, nine right there. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the Hulk has a movie or two, uh, you know. They they switch from Ed Norton to Eric Bana, then to Mark Ruffalo. So like like I don't even know how many are canon at this point that, that they actually include. Yeah, it's it's getting a little long in the tooth. Yeah, but all, but fuck, D Black Panther is gonna be like one of the most highest grossing movies of all time. Forget superhero movies. So like I don't think there's really an end in sight uh, when it comes to that. So maybe you're right. Maybe they start. Maybe they reboot. I, I think what's more likely is that they reboot the whole thing. No, aren't after... there stories after this? This can't be the last thing. These cartoons are still being written. Like the graphic novels they're based on? <clears throat> well, I mean, if, if you start using like the, the stuff they wrote in the... I mean, they haven't even gotten to the stuff they wrote in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, like, go like... there. See, you know, see what... I don't know. Really? Let's take a couple decades off, guys. <laughs> Give it a break. We'll get into something new. 
and then we'll have a slow burn for okay. another 20 years. Taylor, you're king or Lord Emperor or whatever. What movie genre becomes popular? Sports? Western? Psychological thrillers. Uh, I like horror movies that are so bad that they're good. No, these I like those. None of these are very uh... psychological. All right, I'm just I mean I'm I'm just saying what I like. Obviously, yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna if I'm if I'm the king, I'm not gonna dictate what they have to, what movies they right. have to make. But there will be a five superhero movie per year limit, <laughs> and all of those different uh, studios will have to discuss amongst themselves how to do it. But yeah, psychological thrillers like something with like really good fucked up twists. You don't get as many of those anymore. Or if you do, they just don't get the same kind of you know pull. All right, so here's Is your western. It? Here's your Western. Yeah, I like Westerns too. This is called Hostels. It just came out. It's got a uh, it's got a good cast. It's um, Christian Bale. Uh, I thought that yeah, Ben Foster is in it, who I really like. You, you probably don't know him by name, but you'll know him when you see him. And uh, it's supposed to be quite good. It's my uh, that... my oh. my dad watched it in theaters, and I was like, "Did you like it?" He's like, "Yeah, but it was kind of a tearjerker. A lot of bad things happened." A lot of bad things happen. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Westerns aren't what they used to be, right? Remember, like, I guess what I was thinking, Western, I think of, like, gunslinger that's practically a superhero, right? That's what John Wayne was. That's what Marty McFly was, the, you know, true Western. The, <laughs> that's, uh, like, that's, that's what I'm thinking of. Some guy who can shoot a fly from a thousand yards. Westerns now seem to be a little bit dances with wolves. Mm-hmm. I guess that's true. The spaghetti westerns, uh, you know, the, all, with the Clint Eastwood, all the Sergio Leone films, you kind of had that. It was the man with no name, right? He rides into town and he's just remarkably skilled with a gun and, and to the point where he's just, everyone's afraid of him. Or even you know? the, what's the one with mm -hmm. the three old guys? I think Gene Hackman might be in it. Uh, it? That's uh, Lonesome Dove. I think it might be. Like they were. Um... They weren't completely innocent. What were they like grazing oh. their cattle where they shouldn't have? Ah, so that's uh, that's open range. It is. I think it, that's what I'm thinking of. And those guys were all kind of really good, but retired. But basically, it's a western. These people turn out to be western superheroes. Yeah, yeah. You didn't want to fuck with Kevin Costner. Was the superhero? He was the guy. Like he's that character with the scary past. Who's like, I, I ain't like that no more. Kind of an unforgiven type mm -hmm. thing. He's like, Just stop pushing me. I'm going to have to go back to the old days on your ass. I love that scene where, where he's just... Have you seen it, Taylor? Open range? No, I haven't. I'll have to check that out. You're missing yeah. one. I, I won't spoil it, but there's the, I, I love that scene where Kevin Cost just walks up to the guy. He's like, you one killed my friend? That's right. I enjoyed it, too. <laughs> it's fucking great. Yeah, watch Open Range, man. Like, Kevin Coster and... Uh, I'll put that on my list. Yeah, that's a good one. Um... I'm trying to think of the other Robert Duvall. That's the other guy. It's it's Kevin Costner and Robert Duvall. They're like running cattle together, and they come across a town. They're free grazers, which means they just push their cattle across the prairie and they eat where they may, which was legal at the time and called free grazing. And uh, they come across a town where that's really looked down upon, and uh, and they run into some trouble into that in that town, and then they have to fix it. Yeah, they pretty, okay. they punish them for free grazing, and then. It just becomes a one-upping thing until eventually shit goes down. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, 310 to Yuma is very good. Appaloosa, I've seen that. I liked that. Appaloosa is okay. It's, it, ben Foster is in 310 to Yuma. He's the one who's trying to save um, Russell Crowe. Uh, Appaloosa is okay. 
Uh, you know, it's got Vigo Mortensen and uh, Ed Harris in it. And uh, Vigo's walking around with that 10-gauge shotgun, blowing people away, which is pretty cool. Uh, Renee Zellweger's an absolute whore in that movie. My dad, my dad's always like, I don't like that movie. I was like, why? Is that whore? <laughs> <laughs> that whore. That whore. <laughs> I like Renee Zellweger. Such a whore in that movie. It just, it, 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 I, I see his point. It turned me off to it too. She is just such a whore. Like she's with one guy, and then she's as soon as things look a little rough, she's like moving on with another guy. And then she's back to the original guy. And then Viggo Mortensen's like, how's it going, Miss Ann? And she's like, like starts making out with me. He's like, you would Ned. You would Ned. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> like some old, just, old Western justice, like, gentleman shit going on. It's, it's, uh, ow, it's all right. Hmm. A little rap? Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, Painkiller Nearly, episode 187, Movie Talk. <laughs>